Well, time to talk tennis here on the Country Sport Breakfast here on Gold Sport. And uh, Novak Djokovic found uh, this trip to Australia far less complicated and far more successful than a year ago. Craig Gabriel joins us out of Melbourne. Morning, Craig. Morning, Brian. Maybe so, but uh, totally and completely emotional. Um, I don't think he's never been, never found a trip as emotional as it turned out to be after he won the last match, the last point last night uh, in that match against Stefano Tsitsipas to win the Australian Open for a 10th time. Yes, I heard you talking about him virtually crying after the game. Why was it so emotional for him? Well, it wasn't crying. He was sobbing and, and wailing. Wow. Um, it was really, I mean, I, I was taken aback. I mean, yes, I've seen players cry. Roger cries. Rafa has cried. Andy's cried. And even Novak, to a lesser degree, has had a moment or two of crying. But I, this was beyond that. This was like almost heaving um, that he was crying in, in such a manner. Um, it was emotional because, for a number of reasons. It was almost like... 10 tons of bricks had been taken off his shoulders and back um, because there were so many question marks about his, this trip. I mean, coming in uh, to Australia after last year's controversies. Um, then there was the, the hamstring issue, uh, which he picked up during the Adelaide tournament, and he said he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to continue playing at the Australian Open. And then more recently, in the last few days, the very silly um, mistake that his father made about being photographed with Russian protesters with the Russian flag and pictures of Putin. So there were all these sort of things that came into play, and he was dealing with that, and plus the pressure of playing the final of a major and just know what's on the line, a 10th title, a 22nd major to equal Nadal, etc., etc. So it was like once it was done, it was all this like weight has been lifted off him and uh, the uh, the emotions just started. In his after-match winning speech, he, he actually called it the biggest victory of his life. Would you agree with that? Yeah, well, it's not for me on this, but certainly for him to say, and he's the one who's experienced it, he's in the middle of it uh, more so than anybody else. And he's he's made that point. So, yeah, I, you know, you'd have to agree with it if he said it. He stretched his unbeaten streak in Melbourne to 28 matches, the longest yeah. run at the tournament for a man in the open era, which dates back to 1968. Yep, exactly right. And uh, he leveled with uh, Andre Agassi a couple of uh, matches ago at 26. Andre had that record. And now he's smashed that, just like he smashed Roger Federer's record of the most number of um, finals for the majors. This was his 33rd. Roger was at 31. So it's a pass. He was very humble in defeat, wasn't he? Yep. He certainly was. Look, you felt you had to feel for him mm. because he so desperately wanted this. And, uh, you know, the sadness on his face. But he handled himself so well and he was so gracious in defeat. That's what makes a champion. And, uh, you know, he made a point that, how good Novak is and he said Novak makes me better makes me want to be better so that that is high praise could be an interesting year let's go to the women's side of things now and finally uh, Sabalenka has got a, a has got a title yeah and that was great that was a fantastic match it was so good 
and especially the, the, the final set between Elena Rybakina and Irina Sabalenka. Um, 4-6, 6-3, and it was, there was some extraordinary hard-hitting and wonderfully exciting points in that. So what, great to see. Um, she, it was, the, the time was, was right. She should have done this a while ago because she has the ability. And, uh, you know, we've spoken about how bad her serve was last yeah. year that kept her away from these sort of titles and finals. And, you know, maybe this is this is the breakthrough she she needed. She's got the nickname of the queen of the double faults, and she started that final with a couple of doubles, didn't she? <laughs> yes. yes, indeed. So you thought, uh-oh, we're back to square one. But I think so much of that was nerves, and uh, she got over that pretty well and and uh you know finished it off superbly it was it was a very exciting match and and i think we're going to see two women um really playing exceptional tennis this year and maybe with Iga Swiatek thrown in we might get more attention on women's tennis that um should be there rather than boring stuff that we've had uh, in more recent times. Craig, we absolutely appreciate you getting up early each day. I thought you might have lied in, had a lay-in this morning before uh, heading away. How can I not talk to you, Brian? <laughs> Where to next for the uh, multimedia megastar of the world of tennis? Well, I'm going home to Sydney, and uh, then next month I've got tournaments, or should have tournaments in the United States at Indian Wells in Miami. Fantastic. Craig, we appreciate your coverage. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot.